T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Four oh five, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA, Wednesday afternoon. We've got a lot that we are going to be covering this afternoon. Obviously, the uh, state budget has passed, although there are some folks who voted against it. I'll give you details on that as we head through the afternoon. The uh, bottom of the hour, State Delegate Tim Anderson is going to be here. Uh, with an update. Do you remember the lawsuit that he brought, the case that he brought against these obscene books that were available to children? He was on, I don't know, a week or so ago. Do you know that Facebook is now prohibiting him from sharing the images on their platform, Facebook? They say it's just inappropriate, a violation of community standards. The same images that school officials think are totally appropriate for your middle schooler to be looking at. So we'll get the lay of the land from uh, Tim Anderson at 435. Coming up in July and August, next month, the month after, we are looking at thousands, thousands of Virginia state prisoners who will be released Now, I want to give you the details that I have, and then I've got to bring in Carl Leonard, the sheriff of Chesterfield County, to offer a little more insight. The numbers that I have are as follows. 3,212, 62% of them are classified as violent felons. 54%, we're told, have a high or medium risk of violent recidivism, and 68% of them have a high or medium risk of general recidivism. All right. Sheriff Carl Leonard. Carl, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Jeff. As you know, I've been very vocal about this for almost two years now, and Unfortunately, I think all these efforts uh, are are not going to pay off, uh, and this thing is going to happen on July 1st. Okay, so are my numbers correct? Is that what you're hearing, about 3,000 inmates? Well, I'll tell you, their numbers have changed, and it depends who you talk to. I think uh, the Attorney General at one point says it's going to be 11,000. I've heard uh, around 7,500 to 8,000. I think the 4,000 you mentioned is a very conservative number. Uh, here's the problem. This is a retroactive bill uh, that goes back to whenever, forever. Uh, so the, the Department of Corrections, who has a, a big task on their hand, they have 36,000 prisoners, I think. Uh, you have to go back to day one of, of everybody's sentence, and it could be 30 years ago 
and start recalculating this. Uh, this is why they built in this two-month period uh, from July 1st to August 31st that these have to take place by uh, because they knew the calculations are going to be very difficult and hard to do. Uh, they're actually giving everybody two months to go through them all to get the people out that need to get released. So I, I think it's anywhere from 4,000 to 8,000. And again, these are folks only being released because of this new law, not the thousands that get released every year because of serving time. Wow. Okay, so this, I, I mean, this is the the proverbial get-out-of-jail-free card. Virginia Democrats said, we just don't like the idea of having inmates. I mean, is that what this is all about? Uh, well, Jeff, it's very concerning because here, here's the thing. We have a successful reentry program in our jail, but we have one because we work the individuals months before they get out. We find them, not find them, but we work with them on where are you going to stay, where are you going to eat, where are you going to get your money, how are you going to survive. These 4,000, 8,000 are going to be thrown off into the streets without that reentry plan. Now, I know DOC has some counselors working on what they're calling home plans. Uh, they want to make sure everybody has a home plan when they get released. That's not a requirement under this law, but they're trying to get those in place. Uh, imagine being in prison for the last 20 years and you get released. You're going to be looking for a quarter and a pay phone to call your next person. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The cell phones weren't around when uh, many of these folks got into prison. How are they going to reintegrate successfully into our communities without a successful reentry plan? Uh, there is concern that homelessness rates will go up. Uh, obviously, you mentioned the 62% with violent crimes in their history. Uh, there's a concern for recidivism. If you don't have that job, place to stay, food to get into your system, what are you going to revert back to? Uh, and I think it just go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's such a great point, and I, I'm, I'm so grateful that you are bringing that to light. I'll remind everybody, Sheriff Carl Leonard is with us. You come from a law and order background, Carl. There's nobody who's ever going to question your your law enforcement bona fides. But now having run the jail system in Chesterfield County, you understand implicitly how vital it is to say to these offenders, look, guys, you've done something wrong. In some cases, you made a mistake. It can't dictate the rest of your life. With the State Department of Corrections, you are talking about people that have been away 10, 15, 30 years the entire world is different, and it does them no favors to say, okay, good luck. Hope it all works out for you. Exactly. I think we're setting them up for failure instead of really taking our time to set them up for success. Uh, this is going to be a mass release. Even though they have a 60-day window to do it, when you're talking four to 8,000 people over the course of 60 days, that's a lot. The majority of these will be released on July 1st, uh, by the way, and then more throughout the next 60 days. Uh, it, it is going to set them up for failure, and we're not doing them failure by not having that really robust reentry plan ready for them. And at this point, because I know you have been vocal about this since Democrats in the House and the, the state Senate uh, proposed this, you have been vocal since day one. Other law enforcement leaders throughout the Commonwealth have been vocal. But realistically, then, if I understand you correctly, there's just nothing to be done at this point. The Department of Corrections can't say, hey, we've changed our mind. No, and, and I won't give accolades to Senator Rob Bell. He has fought this tooth and nail for the last two years as well, uh, up until that special session just a couple months ago. And uh, again, to no avail on his part, but he's also been a really strong fighter for this, trying to get it changed. And uh, it's just not going to happen. This is a done deal. Uh, mm-hmm. This is going to happen on July 1st. We're literally days away now. 
from folks being released into our communities who some haven't been in our society for 20, 30 years again. And it has changed. It's changed in the last three years, let alone the last 10, 20 years. I'm not going to ask you to do a prediction. I never do predictions, but i got to tell you something. I'm looking at this and thinking if it's 4,000, if it's 8,000, some other folks are saying they're hearing numbers 12 to 14,000, whatever it is. It is going to see, in my opinion, you're going to see a huge chunk of these people back in the criminal justice system sooner rather than later. Again, without having the tools to successfully reintegrate, the skill sets now to properly integrate back into society, uh, the workforce has changed tremendously. It's very automated, very technical, very commuter-based driven. If you haven't received all those training and while you're in prison or jail, you're not going to be set up for your best chance of success. And without that, your chances of recidivism are going to be increased. Oh. All right, let me ask you uh, to, to toot your own horn for a second. I know you're not crazy about that, but uh, Discovery Plus, among others, have uh, decided that you are worthy of some attention, and I have, I've just loved uh, the series. Talk a little bit, if you don't mind, about the heart program and, and the success stories you have, uh, because frankly, this is, this is the plan that should have been followed with this prisoner release, in my opinion. Yes, sir, and I appreciate it, but it's not about me. It is about the program and those people who participate in it who do become the productive members of society, which is our goal. Uh, And we do spend a lot of time, first of all, everybody in the program, you are going to serve your full sentence. Uh, This is not a get-out-of-jail-free program. You're still going to serve your full sentence. But while you're incarcerated with us, we're going to give you those tools. We get training in so many different uh, fields where you can walk out with a certificate ready to go to work. Uh, we prepare you for job interviews. We get you dressed for success. We also have jobs uh, set up for you to get into to start that uh, reentry back into society. We're going to give you all those tools, the skills, the abilities, the knowledge to have the best chance of success when you reintegrate into our community. Uh, and that's how you do this the right way. You take your time. It's slow. It's methodical. You prepare everybody. And then when they're released, their chances of, of succeeding are much more higher than than others who don't get it. Absolutely. So, uh, Discovery Plus sign you up for another season yet? <laughs> Not yet. And, okay. uh, we're, we're waiting to hear. I know there's a lot going on. Uh, it, it is a. Uh, it has got a lot of high reviews, very good reviews. Even the New York Times commented on it, which is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, I listen. Uh, it's, I'm happy to hear it. No, I mean, I really am. I, there have been now two articles in the New York Times in the last week where I thought, wow, I agree with the uh, the general consensus. This was kind of shocking, but all right, I'll take it. Uh, Carl, you and the team at the Chesterfield County Sheriff's Office are doing an amazing job. I, I really do appreciate the insight on the, uh, the imminent release of the state uh, inmates. We'll get you back, I guess, uh, the closer we get to July the 1st, and I'm sure we'll be hearing from other law enforcement leaders who are who are dealing with this as uh, the release occurs. Sheriff Carl Leonard from Chesterfield County, I appreciate you being here, my friend. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, now, July the 1st, you heard what the sheriff said. July the 1st. I had numbers, it was 3,200, and then uh, Sheriff Leonard was saying, well, he's hearing it's actually close to 8,000. I've got, um, I'm trying to think where this, okay, uh, Virginia Mercury saying 14,000. All right, whatever the number is, I mean, if it's one person that we haven't prepared for re-entry, that's a problem. 
It's a problem. You want to give people a second chance? I got news for you. I am all on board with you. I really am. But you don't say to somebody who has been incarcerated for 30 years, guess what? Next Tuesday, you're getting out of jail. Where am I going to live? I don't know. What am I going to do for work? I don't know. Where do I go? We don't know. We don't care. Woohoo! Good luck to you because that's what they're doing to these folks. And in large part, you may hate me for saying it, but I'm going to say it. In large part, you almost will not be able to blame these criminals when they once again reoffend because they don't have any other way to survive. It's 415, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.